Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is June 5th, 2023, and this is episode number 30. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, SiriusXM, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoyed this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X, as I post content daily. And send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, once again, welcome in to the podcast. As always, be sure to hit the like button or be sure to uh, give me a five-star review or just subscribe, turn on the notifications whenever you'd like. So when a new episode is dropped, you can be the first to listen. So I'm actually recording this podcast at... Uh, June 5th, so it's about 6.19 p.m. Eastern time. So it's just, you know, I'm, I'm a couple hours away here from first pitch, so I'm actually going to drop this episode tonight at midnight. So um, anyway, it, it will be coming out tomorrow. So disregard anything I say that it doesn't have anything to do with tonight's game against the Texas Rangers. Uh, and Adam Wainwright's set to start that tonight against the Texas Rangers club, who is really hot. All right, what has happened with the St. Louis Cardinals as of recent? So as always, I was thinking of the title on this episode today as simple as it's time to lower expectations, right? And that's probably one of the most depressing things you can hear as a fan, right? Just just think about it, right? Every team has some sort of expectation when you come into the season, right? Like the Pirates, they obviously their expectation wasn't the same as the Cardinals, right? Like it, it you know, it, what the Pirates have done so far early this season is better than anyone would expected them to play, right? Like, there wouldn't be so much outlandish and, you know, uh, lashing out, per se, for the against the Cardinals if they just didn't have high expectations, right? Like, you got teams like, I don't know, Detroit Tigers and the, and the Washington Nationals and who's some of the worst teams in the baseball? I mean, you got the Kansas City Royals, of course, the Oakland A's, uh, you know, maybe even the Chicago White Sox. Anyway, you get the point, right? So you got teams who have expectations, like the Cardinals, and you have teams who don't. And the Cardinals were a team to have high expectations, right? Like, even the betting lines had the St. Louis Cardinals. You look at different sporting books preseason. The Cardinals were a minus 135 favorite, right? So if you if you don't know anything about betting, essentially for you to get a $100 profit in your pocket, 
the betting market was saying you got to bet $135 to win $100, right? So anytime the betting market's telling you that, that means that you had winning expectations. And that's how I tie it back to there's not much more depressing, uh, nothing more depressing really than a team when you say, hey, you know what? Instead of trying to fight, you know, the urge to continuously try and, and defend this team's ability to win games, you know, we're getting to the point now you just can't, right? And I think what leads me to say that is, you know, even when the Cardinals have pitched better, right? I'm not going to say good, better over the last week because a lot of people will say, hey, the Cardinals are going five innings and we're going to consider that a success. Not necessarily, right? Sometimes it's it's not the case. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's just depressing when you have to lower your expectations. Um, so anyway, uh, let's take a look at the state of the Cardinals right now. Right now, the St. Louis Cardinals are the worst record in the National League, 25-35. and 35. That's a 417 winning percentage. They are once again seven and a half games back of first place in the NL Central. That is 10 games under 500. And the wild card, they are in an abysmal wild card. They are seven games back of that. So the good thing is there's not much differential when it comes to the NL Central and the wild card standings. But look, man, like I've said over and over again, there's not much changing with the state of the Cardinals. The Cardinals had a chance coming into this weekend to play a Pittsburgh Pirates team who was playing bad baseball. Right? They, they were playing a bad baseball team, and they had a chance to really put the Pirates in the basement of the NL Central, you know, or at least knock them off in, in a position where, hey, you had them under 500, right? They're 31 and 27. If you do the math, we could have got the Pirates under 500. And I say this all because of, you know, of course the Cardinals weren't close to sweeping the Pirates, in which, you know, they got swept themselves. But, you know, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was a combined sweep for the Pirates by a total of four runs differential, right? So, you know, however you draw it up, the Pirates didn't necessarily dominate the Cardinals. You know, a a couple pitches here and there, and the Cardinals could have, you know, won a couple games, even swept, right? So, Anyway, regardless, it doesn't matter. That's the nature of baseball, and the Cardinals simply got embarrassed. And you had to put you were in a position where you really could have taken advantage of the Pirates and put them in your place. And that's not how it, it operated. And instead, the Cardinals didn't take advantage of it. And they the Milwaukee Brewers won some more games. I think they played the Reds, and, and the Reds are starting to uh, fall off if they have their lost four in a row here. So anyway, it's just it's a disaster because when the Cardinals pitch well, they can't hit. And when the Cardinals hit well, they can't pitch, right? Like there's no denying that in the, the last week or so, the rotation's been better, right? I think the Cardinals have had six straight outings um, over five innings and they haven't won a single one. Uh, and, and not only that is, and, and let me say this, there's this perception right now. And I really, you really got to understand this. And I, I was, I heard this stat today and it actually blew my mind. So Charlie Morrow is actually the one who, who who said this statistic on his show, but it says, so you would think that the Cardinals from a starting perspe- pitching perspective uh, have not went deep into games, right? And yeah, it, it, two can be true at the same time. That's the trend that baseball is. But the Cardinals are eighth in the MLB in innings pitched by starting pitchers this season. That actually blew my mind, right? So you got 30 teams in the MLB, and the Cardinals are eighth. Now, I heard that, and I was I was like, man, that is crazy. And it would have boils down. And, and now, look, I, I don't think that's a good trend to baseball, right? I don't, I don't think it's a good trend to have 
starting pitchers only go this. You know, obviously baseball's heading towards more of a um, what's the word I'm looking for? And I, like technology advanced, right? Like more statistics and um, you know more stuff like that. And, and starting pitchers are going as long, but yeah, the Cardinals are eighth in that now. You know, you look at other stats, the Cardinals are in the bottom half of, of statistic uh, ERA and stuff like that when it comes to starting pitching. So anyway, you look at the Cardinals and it's not necessarily the last couple days that's that's lost the Cardinal or that's lost the Cardinals, the baseball games, right? Like, let's take a look here. Friday night against the Pirates. They did score uh, five runs that night. Pirates scored seven. That, that was a tough loss there. Um as the Cardinals, you know, they were up uh, what was it, 5-0. Cardinals were up 5-0, and the Pirates come back and win 7-5, right? You think that you uh, – and actually, I had a little bit of coin on the Cardinals that night, right? That even made it more frustrating, but I guess that's my fault. Um, the next night, right, the Cardinals lose 3-4, and then yesterday they lose 2-1 in which the game was on Peacock. <laughs> think about that. I mean, obviously, I have MLB TV. I think most of you will. Um, but last yesterday's game, like it's a Sunday, it's 11:35 AM game. I'm ready to settle in and just a slap on the face. I was like, I had to pay $5 just to watch the game, right? Like I had to get a Peacock's Peacock subscription for a month. And, you know, obviously you get the subscription and then you cancel the subscription right afterwards. But my, oh my, man, it's just frustrating. And now the Cardinals start a series with the Texas Rangers. Uh, Adam Wainwright's pitching tonight. Like I said, I'm going to drop this podcast after the game is over. and. Uh, Listen, man, what's interesting to see about the Cardinals right now? And if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the outfield would have been Jordan Walker, Juan Yepes, Tommy Edmond, you know, we have guys playing positions that they are not – like we have Jordan Walker, and I'm glad he's back up, right? There's no doubt I'm glad he's back up. But he is learning to play the outfield on the fly. Um, Juan Yepes simply is not a good defender. He's okay, right? He's not going to blow you away. He's going to make the routine plays. But anything that you want to get out of him extra is just not going to be the case. Tommy Edmond can kind of play anywhere. But if you look right now statistically, um, the weakest parts of the team right now uh, defensively is second base. right? Like We got Nolan Gorman. He's a huge piece to this team. But he's no way he's a long-term second base option for the Cardinals, right? And then you have the outfield. So I I think they are uh, on the point system, a minus 13 rating, right? And uh, for the outfield. So you know, it's not ideal for Tyler O'Neill to be out, Dylan Carlson to be out, and Lars Newtbar to be out all at the same time. Like at the beginning of the season, we're talking about how many outfielders the Cardinals have and how we, we don't, we're not going to know what to do with them all. What are the Cardinals going to do with all these guys? Right. But now we're in a position, it's just crazy uh, what's happened to the roster. And it's just, you know, that's what I'm saying by it. You kind of have to lower your expectations. Uh, I would say the la- the first couple months of this season, I've been the person like I expect them to win every night, and that's totally flipped now, right? There was a poll on on Twitter. It was uh, I don't know if it was KMOV ran it, one of the local St. Louis stations, and it was before the Pirates series, and it said, "Hey, um, you know the state of the Cardinals right now. You know, if you had a guess, would they make the playoffs today? Not win the NL Central, just make the playoffs." And fifty eight percent of the fan base on Twitter said yes. And I think after that Pittsburgh Pirates series, without a doubt, my vote would have been yes before the Pirates series. And now afterwards, I would have to tend to say no. I would say it's 58% no, right? And look, it's this is deeper. Let, let me take one second here and let's actually talk about where are some – and I'm going to do a whole episode once we get towards the trade deadline. But what are some options that the Cardinals could have? Um, 
Well, you know, let's say let's talk about this real quick. So Trace Barrera, right? He, he was DFA. Trace Barrera was DFA. The Cardinals completely mismanaged that situation. Okay, he was up on the big league roster for I think around a month, and I believe he had two at bats total. It was a complete waste. You had Andrew Kisner and Wilson Contreras on the roster. You don't hold three catchers on the roster. It was a wasted spot. So they bring up Luke and Baker, which I think is a good move because he was tearing it up in triple A. But it's like you got all these guys in triple A that you just you give someone an opportunity with a chance. And now you just wasted a whole month of the season with a guy like Trace Barrera. And you know, obviously this isn't this isn't anything personal against Trace Barrera. I'm sure he's a great guy, but it's just not the way the organization should be ran. And I've been someone who's defended John Mazalock, but this is the team that you are seeing what it looks like in the offseason when they don't necessarily they were truly the only ones that believed this starting rotation was going to be really good. Right? They believed they were going to be a really good rotation. Anyone outside of the front office of the Cardinals didn't necessarily think so. And anyway, I don't want to put this all on the rotation because lately they've been pitching a little bit better, right? And and the offense has not necessarily been nowhere to be found. Um, but anyway, I don't I don't want to go sideways. Back to the point of what are some potential trade things that the Cardinals could do? And this is kind of me just winging some ideas, but some some good ideas, right? So we have Jack Flaherty, and some of you might think this is crazy. For a ball club that needs, um, let's say, some postseason help, right? Like a ball club that's going to need some postseason help. I think Jack Flaherty is not going to be back next year regardless of what happens, right? He's a free agent after the season. I don't think there's any way Jack Flaherty is going to be a Cardinal next season. So if you could trade Jack Flaherty for maybe another pitcher, maybe even a little bit lower, I don't know, but another pitcher in which you'll have some leverage, right? And not only Jack Flaherty. What I'm saying is take Jack Flaherty, put him in a trade package with someone, and I know you are not might not like to hear this, but a guy like Brendan Donovan, right? He's a utility guy. Uh, for the Cardinals, and I think he's a great player and he has some value. But look, I-, I want Cardinals fans to realize anytime a podcast or someone mentions a trade package, in order to get a good guy in that trade package, you're going to have to give up someone you really appreciate, right? And I'm going to be honest, if, you know, who's some people that aren't, you know, you're, you're no way you're going to trade them. Nolan Gorman, you're not trading him. I've heard some people say trade Jordan Walker. That is insane. You are being captured by the moment. This kid's going to be a stud. He's 20. I don't even I don't even know if he's turned 21 yet. Stop. Stop. You can't even put that in a sentence until he's at least had a full season in the big leagues. Now, maybe after this year, next year, maybe we can have we can entertain the conversation. But right now, you do not touch that because you've been patient with all these other guys in the organization. The last thing you want to do is turn on a guy like Jordan Walker and trade him, and two years later you're going to be biting your bullet when he is an MVP candidate, right? So obviously Jordan Walker, Nolan Gorman's out of the equation. Um, but look, and I don't know what you're going to get, but if you put the right trade package with a guy like Tyler O'Neill, you get a guy, uh, Brendan, Don- uh, Brendan Donovan, Jack Flaherty, now we're starting to get some sort of trade package. And, you know, there's other like Kramer Robinson, these guys like this. Now, obviously, one single Kramer Robinson or one single Jack Flaherty or Tyler O'Neill is not going to get you something. But for a team that, per se, let's say the Guardians, right? And, and I know this might not be a popular take because Shane Bieber hasn't been great this season, but Shane Bieber is a proven guy who's still uh, in, in a good prime age to, to pitch really well. I would be completely open. I right now would trade Jack Flaherty, Brendan Donovan, and Tyler O'Neill for Shane Bieber. And that's just a complete, you know, random thing. 
Um, and I believe, I think Shane Beamer might be a free agent in the season, so he could be dealt potentially. And that's just one, one option. Um, is it going to fix everything? No, but I can tell you a guy like that, uh, could be, it could be a good option. So it's deep. It's a deep conversation and we'll get into it. We'll see once we get towards the trade deadline, what teams are open to do what, but it's, it's also deeper than just trying to fix the scars this season, because this is still going to be a glaring issue next season, right? If, if, if nothing changes, it's still going to be a glaring issue next season for the Cardinals. Um, so we'll see what they do there especially with guys Adam Wainwright's leaving, Miles Michaelis got an extension, and uh, you know, uh, I think Jordan Montgomery's going to be a free agent. Anyway, regardless, um, the Cardinals got problems. They got problems right now, and like I've said over and over again, again, I'm scared they're going to lose Paul. Paul Goldschmidt's going to, you know, slowly be become out of his prime. You're going to, you know, and they're going to have another issue there. Like, hey, who's going to be the middle of the, you know, one of the middle of the guys in in the batting lineup? That's why we got guys like Jordan Walker and. And Nolan Gormer, Gorman, hopefully the future, but we'll see, man. It's a lot. Got a lot of thoughts right now on this team, um, but they just got to they got to get it going, right? It's it's depressing feeling. The Cardinals could go on a ten game win streak and still be five hundred. And if you had to tell me today, I'm going to finish with these thoughts. Right now, the Cardinals are somewhere in between being a wild card team and having the worst record in baseball. There's no way I the card if if the Cardinals finish with the worst record in the National League, I will never watch another baseball game again because that's just not going to happen. Um, it Look, the, the team is too talented to, to, not, to not get back in this thing, right? They, they are too talented just not to get back in it. And it's a weak division, right? We've said that, I've said it over and over and again. It's a weak division. And, yeah, you're seven and a half back, and it's, it, it, it's becoming more and more and more, right? But... <laughs> Seven and a half back when you're when you're ten games under five hundred, kind of a blessing at this point. So it's tough. It's tough. Hang in there. Keep watching the games. But at the end of the day, maybe it's time for us to lower our expectations and uh, let's see what the Cardinals can do. Anyway, I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, as always, this is the Believe in Cardinals podcast. I'm your host Braxton Wheeler. Everyone have a fantastic day, night, morning, uh, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, go Redbirds. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.